There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original... Welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your reviews and play your voicemails and read any emails that are applicable. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stutton. And I'm producer Maria. Do we have any new reviews? We do. You've got one from Australia. Ooh, let's hear it. From Shusank. Love the podcast. I've been searching for a good podcast about conspiracies and paranormal, and this is the best one on the planet. Wow. That's a nice, that's pretty good, huh? Thank you. Thank you. And then you did get a one star. You did get a one star. No. Oh, read that, baby. I loved, I love to hear. I love this. This is, um, the heading is terrible. One star. (laughs) Uh, absolute worst storytelling. Horrid to listen to with terrible oh, jokes, on. completely irrele- irrelevant topic. Very hard to stay on track with the storyline and completely inconsiderate to families and friends related to the people they are talking about. Honestly, have no idea how this is 4.7 stars. This is all cap- capitals. Will not listen again. Okay. I think that's all true, except for the inconsiderate to friends and family part. Look, I mean, jokes are relative. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have our same sense of humor. It's true. Uh, Also, just to let everyone know, we we do usually donate a portion of our Patreon proceeds to charities that are applicable to our episodes. So yeah, we do. Joke's on you, bud. Joke's on you. Well, we have an email. Ooh. Yes. Okay. This is from Sophia. Hello, bimbo queens. I left a review about this, so I'm finally giving you all the full story. I actually have previously told this story to Hollywood crime scene girls where I discovered you. So I felt bad having it read on another pod, but I cannot deprive you of the story any longer. Okay. This first story is about my connection to Rodney Alcala, the infamous dating game killer. 
I just had my mom call her old babysitter from the 70s because I remember her telling me she somehow knew Rodney Alcala. In 2010, when the police released all of the secret photos from his possible victims, the babysitter identified herself as one of the girls and contacted the FBI. Little did I know the true extent of the relationship. Apparently, they met at a club in Hollywood in 1967. She was 15 or 16. He was about eight years older. After failed attempts to get her to hang out, finally, at some point of seeing him around town, she agreed. He took her on a motorcycle to some vacant house with a pool in the Hollywood Hills and tried to put the moves on her. She wasn't into Uh it. And he started getting aggressive, saying shit like, I could drown you in this fucking pool right now if you don't do this. At some point, he became extremely paranoid, telling her he thought someone was watching them from the bushes next door, and he threw her on his bike and crazily rode off. She jumped off at some point at a stoplight and ran away. As he was screaming at her to get back on, she didn't listen and luckily made it home that night. For some reason, she ended up hanging out with this goddamn psychopath again. Excuse you? And she became, she became friendly with his family. What? He had taken her to the Santa Monica Mountains and took pictures of her, which at the time she thought was really romantic. This is like the perfect description of a girl being like, I can change him. (laughs) Yes. Uh, At this point, he had already been accused of raping the eight-year-old girl who the babysitter knew and knew her family. He always claimed his innocence. And because he was such a charming, narcissistic son of a bitch, his friends and family believed him. Again, this was the late 60s, early 70s, so everyone was a fucking idiot. (laughs) My God. Uh, At another point in time, he actually convinced her into having sex with him. This was already like two hours into our phone call, and I had to ask this poor woman in her late 60s, so did you guys ever actually hook up? To which she replied, yeah. He was always trying to bang me, and I still can't believe I'm saying I lost my virginity to a serial killer. Yes, she said bang. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, One thing she said that freaked her out later is when she found out that a lot of his victims had their nipples bitten or almost bitten off. When she had sex with him for the first time, she said he was trying to bite her nipples. She told him to stop and that it hurt her, and he tried to play it off by saying he was being playful. In another instance, she moved out of state, came back to L.A. and hung out with him. He drove her back to LAX and casually sat on the freeway. You know, if you think about it, anyone in any of these cars could be sitting next to a killer and they would never even know. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) One of the last contacts she had with him was when he was on the run. She was already out of California, but had a phone conversation with him and told him to fuck off that she knew he was a psychopath and a killer. And the next thing she knew, he drove to her house out of state and tried to get her to leave with him. She was convinced he came that day to kill her in her apartment because she told him she had so much intel on him. Anyway, she gave me many sick stories about different victims, girls who went missing in the L.A. area. There are still cold cases. She is always trying to help the FBI connecting the dots to Rodney. She basically had about 10 years of contact with this lunatic and somehow didn't end up one of his victims. Uh, This conversation blew my mind, and there's so much to it, including her being attacked separately in L.A. by a serial rapist whose case was solved by Steve Hodel, the detective who thinks his father was the Black Dahlia murder. 
I also have cute little Manson family connection story, but I think I will call <laughs> it to tell you that one. This email's already way too long. Anyway, love you, ladies. Hi, Maria. And yes, Hi. I'm sticking to my statement that Allie's voice is least annoying. I will not <laughs> say whose is most annoying. Sophia. I mean, that leaves me. That's a crazy story. No, that's story. mine. That's me. That's, that's insane. Crazy. Also, that woman's got a type. Jesus. Yeah. Two serial woof. killers. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, boy. Wolf is right. Okay, well, time to get into these little voicemails. The last yeah, of the voicemails. This is the last of the voicemails. Uh-oh. Here we go. Hey, web crawlers. This is Jordan. Um, I called back in October, on October 12th, and I had this weird thing about October 12th. And I was getting on a plane to Denver that day, and I found mm-hmm. a pentagram carved into my windowsill, and everything was just weird. Um, but I had mentioned something about bats being in my apartment on that day, and one of you was like, bats! But yeah, there's always, there's always bats in here. Um, always. Right before, I think, either, or after, I don't know, whatever, um, one of your callers called in and said that bats were like maybe a harbinger of death, and I think that maybe they're more like a protector of the dead. Um, a friend of mine tragically died over the summer falling down the stairs, and when I was at her funeral, I saw a bat, but it was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I thought that was really weird. But I was sitting here um, in my apartment in the middle of the night while I was sleeping, and I woke up just after midnight, and I heard the very faint flapping for turn the light on there, the bat circling over my bed. It's happened a few times in here. But um, I was current, I was listening to um, the uh, the Alarmist podcast when that happened, and it was the episode about the Tenerife uh, airplane disaster. So um, Rebecca said something like, um, the plane, which is coming down the runway, while I was taking a video of, the bat flying overhead, and the bat is so fast that I edited the video down to one second so I could get the one second that the bat was actually in the video. But the audio clip during that one second was Rebecca saying, which is coming, but she was talking about the plane, which is coming down the runway, but the, 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 the app that I used to edit the video down, like, looped it. So while the bat is circling my head, there's this audio clip playing, which is coming, which is coming, which is coming. And I tried to cue it up so I could play it on here, but it won't play well. my... Call is going, but anyway, I thought that was really weird. Um, and also, as soon as I got on that plane on October 12th, I checked my podcast to see if anything new dropped right before I had to turn on the do not disturb or airplane mode. Uh-huh. And um, the Ology podcast dropped an episode about bats like Uh-oh. right before, so I listened to that and it was just really weird. And then I listened to this daily podcast that has a different Tori Amos song every day and like that same day the song that they picked was Bass. Come on. It's a bizarre coincidence. I sort of believe in synchronicity but I also believe synchronicity is just a coincidence. Like there's trillions of things happening around us all the time and of course the ones that are weird are going to stand out to us because Mm -hmm. they're just weird but I mean it's likely that bizarre coincidences happen all the time. I don't know. Anyway I had also asked why um, we say la 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 at the end and I love it. So, uh, I just want to say also that I love Maria because she gets distracted by birds and there was another episode where there was a wasp outside the window and she was like, I love this little light hanging down. Anyway, I really <laughs> connect with that. I love you, Maria. <laughs> Thank Part you. Two. <laughs> I love Maria because she gets distracted by birds. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to have to leave two messages. I was trying to talk really fast. I was 
almost done. I love you, Maria. I love you, Allie and Melissa. I love you all. Um, and it's, I feel like kind of a creep because I feel like I know you, but you have no idea who I am. Anyway, <laughs> oh. um, yeah, la, la, la. So, la, la, la. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's crazy. A lot of bad. I just, uh, I do find it crazy that he's like, yeah, you know, occasionally bats will fr- fly in my room when I'm sleeping. It's just a thing that happens. No, that's not a thing that happens. You got there's a I hole in your house that. somewhere. I think they're so the cute. Bats, I think there's a hole. In your house. <laughs> yeah. that's cute. Something you got to get that fixed. Okay. Some breeds message. of bats are cuter than others. Yeah. Hello, web crawlers. Hi. So I just heard a message of someone saying. It was an individual with a disability saying that people with disabilities preferred being called disabled people. And I'm just very confused because I've worked with people with disabilities before, and they've always said that they don't like it when people call them disabled people because they're equating who they are as a person to just the condition. Mm -hmm. So... I want to hear more insight about that, and I want to hear more comments. And I feel like you guys discussed this before on the podcast because someone else had called in some time ago explaining how they felt about that. But, yeah, I just think it's weird to call someone with with autism autistic person because, I, I don't know, yeah, it's weird. Like, they're not – they're a person with autism. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm saying. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, it's that was my impression too because I had thought that they didn't want that they uh, instead of making it a defining quality or it seems like your only quality, it's something that you have, not who you are. Right. Um was what I thought the phrasing was, but the woman who called in last week, maybe different people prefer different things i yeah, don't know different people want to be called different things different strokes for different folks i don't different strokes for different folks there you have it yeah <laughs> but for example i would prefer to be a person with epilepsy than an epileptic person you know right like, as as a if someone was like you're an epileptic person I'd be like, you'd be okay, like, that I guess like the my only my only defining feature. Like, there's nothing more. Like, I it feels like I'm leading with right my disability rather than being a person first, and then that's something that comes additionally um, in the package. I don't know. I that that's just that my preference. Sense. But again, yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking about for myself how I would prefer it. Um, anyways. Yeah, and I'm not a depressed person. I'm a person with <laughs> depression. <laughs> yeah. You're not a dumb bitch. You're a person with dumb bitch tendencies. Yes. Thank you. Next message. Hi, this is for the web crawlers. I'm just calling because um, I heard the most recent mailbag episode, and I know that Allie asked, the um, other person who I imagine probably also has autism um, to just email about why person first language is uh, generally not accepted. Um, but I thought it might be important to go ahead and um, put it on one of the other uh, mailbag episodes. I know there might not be any like definitive sources, but I know in a lot of my um, community groups, support groups, 
things like that. Everyone talks about how um, using person-first language um, was chosen by people who weren't autistic for the most part, um, and it was supposed to be kind of an empowering thing, but what it does is it separates autism from who we are, and that's not how our brains work, if that makes sense. Um, I know it's true for a lot of the other neurodivergent groups. Um, my husband has ADHD, and it's not like he's a person with ADHD. He is an ADHD person because um, there's no point in which he can like separate himself from that disability, if that makes sense. And um, I know the person on the phone and everyone else talked about how um, people with disabilities or disabled people and autistic people, but technically autism is a disability as well. So I know it's all a spiraling slippery slope, but um, I just wanted to say that person-first language can appear hurtful because it makes it seem like we can overcome our autism instead of just being like we are an autistic person and it's not something that we can um, separate from ourselves because it is who we are. Um, anyways, I hope you guys all have a great day and um, I... Uh, oh God, I ran out of steam now. But anyways, um, I love the podcast and I know nobody meant anything weird, but I appreciate the opportunity to uh, talk about this. All right. Thanks. Bye. That's interesting. I can see, I can see how it can be empowering and also disempowering. So honestly, I feel like it's a personal, it's a personal choice. I don't, I don't think that it's a blanket statement, to be honest, from what, I know and what we've heard, I don't think that it's uh I don't Yeah, it's a I personal think it's a, maybe preference. You have to ask a, maybe you have to ask a person how they prefer to be referred to because I don't think um there's a blanket statement that's offens that's you know, uh offensive or no longer politically correct or something. You know, yeah. I think it's a preference. Rather, um some people might be triggered by something um but i mean like i also have adhd and i just consider myself i mean a person with adhd um i don't know i i just i i feel disempowered leading with a disability um Mm -hmm. not to say i don't love all parts of myself but i don't want to i feel uncomfortable leading with that because i then that is at the forefront of my mind all the time yeah, um, when that's not how you think of yourself. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I think it's like what we said before: different different strokes for different folks. But we I we really appreciate this uh, open dialogue. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, I'm the I'm mostly the one talking. But hopefully, I'm <laughs> I. You all know that like I'm not trying to be disrespectful by any means or uh, disregard anyone's uh, feelings. Like we want we are want to be. We don't want to be um ableist by any by any means uh we yeah of course want to be informed we're trying to collect all the data love being informed here at web crawlers <laughs> love yeah. soaking in all your information we're scientists yeah we're scientists <laughs> one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, next message. Hi. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this message is from web crawlers. I'm just Hello. not realizing that I am definitely calling from Prague, and this is going to cost me a fuck ton. Oh, no. I'll make it quick. Um, I'm just listening to the latest um, mailbag episode, and you all are talking about the like holistic medicine with the uh, Lyme's disease and everything. Um, and it just reminded me. So my boyfriend used to work for this company called LifeWorks in Florida. Um, it was like, yeah, I guess like an alternative medicine. That's how, what it was like marketed to him as at least when he was applying to the job um, place where they would get like different therapies and stuff. And a lot of the clients were people with Lyme disease and cancer as well. All they would do was basically, you know, prescribe or not even prescribe, just give them a bunch of supplements like vitamins. And the main therapy that they would use was literally using a vibrator, like a sex toy on the people. I don't. I, I don't what? know like what the thought process behind oh, it was, sorry. but they would Is always go missing shop? the vibrators that they would use for obvious reasons. And like once a week, my boyfriend would just have to leave work and go to a sex store to just get like new vibrators for this, and they were charging like thousands and thousands of dollars for these different therapies. What? Um, <laughs> and. I was like talking about it. And I'm like, man, this is so weird. Like, what is this? And then we started researching the company, and the oh, whole yeah, thing see. is run by Scientologists. Oh, and oh. They would have like all these like high profile uh, clients. Like Tom Cruise's wife would come there, and any time that they had like Which one, one? so called high profile clients, no one was allowed to leave their office. Like they literally would lock them in their individual offices and not allow them to come out. What? And um what else? Oh, and also like when someone got fired, they would just 
you were not allowed to ask, like, oh, where did this person go? Like, oh, where's Sally? They've been working here for years. Like, you could not bring up their name. Like, they just were one day there, and the next day gone. Weirdest place. Definitely a scam. Um, But just wanted to call and say that. Okay, love you guys. Bye. What? Life works in Florida. What the hell? I'm on the website. Are we all on the website? Because... yeah. Scroll down and look at the owner, founder, doc, Dr. David Minkoff. Looks terrifying. He looks like a lizard person. Here's the Yelp, or Yelp page. Alternative medicine. Yeah, I bet. Is it in Clearwater? Yes, it is in Clearwater. Anything that's in Clearwater. Got to be weary of Scientology. Uh-oh. Okay, what, what's this? What's this? I think I might have found the vibrator one. No. <laughs> Beware, scam alert. I spent $500 to meet with a doctor. I had digestion is- issues. I was desperate for answers. The doctor used a device that is not medically approved or recognized for diagnosing diseases. However, using fear tactics, he proceeded to diagnose me with multiple serious life-threatening diseases followed by a high-pressure sales pitch for over $14,000 in drips in their vitamins. Since then, I went to a legitimate doctor and found that I do not have any of the diseases this clinic diagnosed me with. My doctor literally told me this should be a crime. It's fear-based clinic preying on desperate people. I caution you to use your common sense and see a legitimate doctor. This is from two years ago. Damn. This is crazy. Because when they talk about like how how they're going to fix things, they like don't go into detail about what they're going to do. So like, I'm curious is where the vibrator comes in. Wait, this is Mary Pat telling me uh, the ozone inserted into my vagina can cure my endometriosis. I wonder if that's what they were doing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Cause I saw, I was looking for vagina things. Um, and there was one where they said that they inject you with stuff. Um, uh, damn, this place is gross. I mean, he claims that he's able to cure anything, which is crazy. No, 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 no. Menstrual problems. Let's see. Let's see. He's like, I will finger bang your period <laughs> cramps Finger away. bang your cramps away. Oh, no. A lot of bad reviews. Wow. So uh, don't go to LifeWorks Center in uh, Florida. Oh, no. Someone, my wife, Lori, passed away. My wife. My wife <laughs> uh, passed away after a battle with pancreatic cancer. I'm writing on behalf of my wife. Oh, awkward. Um, my wife is being treated with the same treatment that Lyme disease patients were receiving. Uh, a lot of money was wasted. I'm concerned that they mix medicine in the back room. Is the person Whoa. mixing chemicals properly trained to do this? The center has no clue how to treat pr- pa- pancreatic cancer. You should be honest about that and not just think about how much money they can make off an individual patient. My wife kept calling saying she oh. was not feeling good every day and they just stopped and started treatments like they had no idea what to do. I would not recommend this facility unless you just want to throw away $50,000. Yikes. I mean, these the, these guys should Scientologists be Scientologists be scamming. I'll tell you that. They be scamming. Okay. Next message. Hi there. This message is from the web crawlers. Uh, a is calling because I wanted to call and I was looking for a reason. And then I was listening to the most recent um, 
voicemail, mail bag or whatever, um, talking about falling asleep to podcast. And I would highly recommend against falling asleep to podcast. I know that you guys want to get your numbers up, but <laughs> even when I try to fall asleep to your podcast, I don't because I'm always super interested. So that is like, oh, that's a good thing. Anyways, I had fallen asleep to a different podcast today and had the worst dream. Oh, no. I had my AirPods in, and during my dream, I was continuously taking my AirPods out and still hearing the voice, and my mom was in my dream, and she was mad at me. Granted, I'm an adult, but I still care, and she was so Aww. upset, and I was just like trying to take my AirPods. I was like, I want to talk to you. I want to explain myself. I was listening to a murder podcast, and like I think... In my dream, she was mad at me because of that. And when I was trying to take my AirPods out, I took like eight AirPods out until I finally woke up and realized. Anyways, don't know if that makes sense. Sure. Um, You know, you guys choose yourself if you want to fall asleep to a podcast or not. Beware. I love the web crawlers. I love you, Ellie, Melissa, Maria. Thank you. I'm not saying my name because I always call him really drunk and embarrass myself. So, (laughs) don't. She does not recommend falling asleep. She doesn't recommend it. Doctor's orders. (laughs) Hi, this is a message for the web crawlers. Hi. Oh, beautiful Um, voice. My name's Lauren. Uh, I'm calling from Nianjin, terrible country, also known as Brisbane, Australia. Australia. Anyway, I'm listening to your latest mini episode, and I had to call to respond to the person about the Lyme disease um, scammer. And I have a feeling you'll get a few calls about this story, but uh-huh. in Australia, we have a very famous, uh, well-known story about scammer, very dodgy New Age health guru, and both Munchausen's, both cures. Um, Apple is under tech company, wow. um, charity fraud, multiple deaths, like a huge court case, it has everything. Wow. Um, basically, one of Australia's first big Instagram influencers, her name was Belle Gibson, and um, she claimed that she had multiple cancer diagnoses and also claimed that she had cured herself and was managing the cancer with an organic vegetable diet. What? Um, she became really big, had a huge influence on the cancer community here in Australia. And she put out a cookbook with the diet that cured cancer. Um, a lot of people followed her. Um, a lot of people died. Oh, no. And, um, and when Apple um, launched their watches in Australia, um, she got a deal where her wellness app was pre-programmed into the Apple Watches. So everybody who bought one got it. What? Um, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like it came out that it was all a lie. <laughs> um, and that she had been um, frauding charities. Um, she made a ton of money, um, put a lot of people's health at risk. Um, and the court case is very interesting. Um, there's... There's a lot of info on the internet out about it, and um, it's juicy. I feel like you should cover it. Um, yeah. 
Thanks. Bye. So I think I found her name is Belle Gibson. That name sounds familiar. She's an Australian convicted scammer, pseudoscience advocate, author of the Whole Pantry mobile app. Yeah, she said she cured her cancer. And then in an interview, she her claims of having multiple cancers had been fabricated, saying that none of it's true. Whoa. Dang. Oh my Back in 2015. God. Crazy. Oh, this... I guess there's a 60 minutes on her. Yeah, this Wikipedia page is long as hell. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, we should do an episode on her. That's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, last message of the day. Oh, it goes by so fast. Hi, talk to you from the web crawlers. Um, This is Warren from Australia again. And um, I was so nervous doing that. My voice started shaking and I had to hang up. Um, but I totally oh my God. say that I love your show. Um, I've been watching to you forever. I always look forward to your episodes. Um, you're great. And also, that was the tip the iceberg with the Bell Gibson story. So I didn't give it all away. Um, there's more that has happened after the court case. And Ooh. yeah, a lot of juicy details. Um, yes, yeah, so I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. For we love back. you, and uh, we love Down Under. We're all the shrimps on Down the Barbie. Under. Crikey. Crikey. Crikey with Crocodile Dundee um, and Hugh Jackman. Um, <laughs> all right. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman sharing some shrimp on the Barbie with Crocodile Dundee. Yes. Oh, that sounded good at the end, no? Yeah, it was great. I think by the end, I yeah, got she, it. At the end, you nailed it. I did nail it. By the end, I nailed it. <laughs> um, you just got to get out of your own head, I think is what get it is. Get relaxed. You just got to get, you got to get in flow state. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I got to go work on my accent a little. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetson. And I produced Maria. Bye. Bye. An Elio's original powered by ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.